Fire is a beast. The Prophet ﷺ explained that it will come on the Day of Judgment with 70,000 ropes on it. brothers and sisters that right there is the Burj Al Arab a very iconic building if you follow me that right there is a Lamborghini Huracan also a very iconic car now we've already had the Huracan on the show that was the coupe version uh, with the hard top this is the convertible version which has obviously a soft top that you can fold down let's get into the car talk a bit about the car talk a bit about the episode now i'll be honest with you yellow isn't really my color but i'm not gonna lie to you in a car like this it kind of works i'm not even gonna lie this car being the convertible version sorry just let the truck go past this car being the convertible version, honestly, it feels so different to drive than the uh, normal version. Like, honestly, it, I think it's just the fact that you've got all this air rushing around you, you can see the skyline, it feels so different. But it sounds just as good. Sounds like there's a thunderstorm here in Dubai. With that said, let's get into the episode. Why do you want to do this topic of preserving your tongue? The people have their faces dragged in the fire. What makes the people, like the most thing that happens in the fire, except that is because of their tongues. Let's get louder. People are so quick to just speak. People are so quick to just open their mouths. People are so Instead of thinking, you know, should I say it, should I not say it, or taking a moment to think about the situation, people just react like on emotion. Like, why do you think that is? The more you study, the more you're aware of these things, the more you can, you know, withhold from yourself. But also, you know, what's in your heart as well at the same time. It's so true. The company you keep, the environment you're in, can make a massive difference. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah Amma ba'd, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Brothers and sisters, welcome back to another episode of Ride Out In today's episode we are in the Lamborghini Huracan Once again, that's right, we've been in it before, we're in it again Except this time it's a bit different As you can probably tell from the seats This car is yellow And not only is it yellow 
it's a convertible. So inshallah will be sure well, as it's called in the upmarket cars, it is a spider. That's what they call it. So let's get straight into today's topic. So Adam I asked you earlier, what topic would you like to do, sir? What topic would you <laughs> what topic would you like to do today, sir? And you said that you wanted to do it on preserving your tongue. So what I want to ask you now is why do you want to do this topic of preserving your tongue? Yo, first, I like, I just like to say, I like your energy, bro. You like my energy, boys? Yeah, you hype me up. It's the uh, first episode of the morning. <laughs> We're in Dubai, the sun's out. I'm in a Lamborghini. I'm with a Canadian brother who I love for the sake of Allah, you know, the homie, the fam, you know, you know what I mean? I bet, you know, come on. So what can I say, bro? I'm, I'm excited, bro. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa min wala. Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allahu wahdahu la sharika la. Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan a'abduhu wa rasooluhu. The reason why I want to speak about Hifdul Nisan, protecting the tongue, preservation of the tongue, is because it's from one of the signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has favored you. It is from the signs that an individual has taqwa of Allah jalla wa'ala. He is God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah, He says, Ya amanu taqullaha wa qawlan sadida. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh you who have iman, fear Allah jalla wa'ala and have good speech. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he associating speaking good with the fear of Allah Jalla wa'ala So it's a sign The one who withholds from bad speech It is a sign that he is God conscious of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And likewise And likewise Hifdul Nisan Hifdul Nisan is an advice from the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Habibuna Wasiyyatun Nabi Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam When a man came to him when a man came to him and he told the Prophet Sallallahu Give me advice Usually when someone comes to somebody and they tell him give me advice What you're going to give them is something that's going to Aid them Guide them Make them better Preserve them That advice that you're going to give them Especially if they implement it So the Prophet Sallallahu he said He said protect Nisanik He said protect your tongue Protect your tongue and the reason being is because the tongue is from the easiest of means for an individual to fall in the depths of the fire. How did you work that out? And the depths just by the tongue. Where did you get that from? The reason being is because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam No, sorry, I got it, I got it. I like playing with it. Oh, wait, oh sorry, sorry. I'm so sorry. Allah forgive me. Forgive me, Allah forgive me. <laughs> oh, so, I, oh, I got so confused. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why am I not drink my own water bottle, bro? <laughs> No, because you know what I thought? I thought you saw me playing with it too much, so you thought it was bothering me. So you're going to take oh, it off my no, hand. No, 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 so no. I was like, no, 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 it's okay, I got it, I got it. Allah, forgive me, man. I just didn't want you to hold it, you know? Nah, it's cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so the Prophet, <laughs> so the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi he was uh, giving advice and mentioning from the greatest of actions is that an individual, he holds his tongue. He said, Tukufu alayka hadha. He told one of the companions, Tukufu alayka hadha. And he grabbed his son. His tongue He said hold on to this And he was grabbing his tongue Showing the severity of the tongue And then the companion said Ya Nabi Allah O Messenger of Allah He said indeed are we, are we actually going to be held accountable 
for what we for what we say. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi said, "May your mother be sacrificed. May your mother be sacrificed." هل يكب الناس على وجوههم في النار إلا حصائد السنتيم. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, "هل يكب الناس هل يكب الناس على وجوههم في النار إلا حصائد السنتيم." He said, "What makes the people have their faces dragged in the fire?" What makes the people like the most thing that happens in the fire, except that is because of their tongues, the evil speech that they say, and this is a characteristic that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala dislikes. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He mentions لا يحب الله لا يحب الله الجهرة بالسوء من القوم. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala hates that an individual comes out with speech that is evil. I come out and I talk evil and I say this about Fulan and I backbite about the other guy or I criticize this or I criticize that and my speech in reality affects an individual and causes a big harm. It causes a big harm. And uh, Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, Ibn Hajar, he mentioned something beautiful. He said, Kam, Kam Shahadana. He said, How many have witnessed? And Kam Shahadana, Mimman Ahlakahu Kalam. He said, how many have witnessed from those whose speech has destroyed them? How many we have seen their speech has destroyed them? Because we're in the tunnel, the lighting is going to go bad. Sorry guys, we're just in the tunnel. Wait till we get out and then we'll resume. Oh wait, that's alright, right? Yeah, it's gone. Alright, gone, gone, gone. Wait till we get out. I'm afraid by the recording, will they hear it? Uh, oh yeah, because it's quite loud, isn't it? It's about to get louder. Right. <laughs> so Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, he mentioned, "Kam shahadana, mimman ahlakahu kalam." How many of we have witnessed that the speech of an individual has destroyed them? How many times we could have said one thing and that thing got you killed? It's true. Even on the roads. Yeah, exactly. Usually because of something you say, like, "Yo, exactly. like, what are you looking at?" Exactly. Or, you know, a small little thing like that. You end up dead. Someone's hurt. Or, for example, you're, you're at your job, you get angry. One little comment, one little statement. You lost it. You lost your job. One little comment to a girl, you're arrested. Mm. You know what I mean? People at workplace and things like that with harassment. Family members cut ties from you for. Just for one one thing that you say. But what does what, what Ibn Hajar he goes on to say? ولم نرى قط أحدا بلغنا أنه أهلكه سكوت. He said, but rather never have we ever seen an individual that has reached us, that his silence has destroyed him, that his silence has destroyed him. So it's 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 always, always foremost and safer to speak. I mean, uh, to, to, to withhold from speech in situations where you don't know, in situations that you don't know. As the Prophet sallallahu he said, "Man kan yu'minu billahi." من كان يؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر فليقول خيرا أو ليسمت. That if you believe in Allah and the last day, whoever does, he should speak good or remain silent. From remaining silent, it protects your honor, it protects you of your religion and affecting others. Even if it is a doubtful matter, which we mentioned before. Even if I just don't even know, is this going to is this going to hurt his feelings? Or by me saying this, is the situation going to get worse? If I just have that doubtful matter, then I should just restrain from it as well. I should just restrain from it. And Ibn Abbas, Ibn Abbas, he mentioned something very beautiful as well. He said, 
هي سال بلغني بلغني ان العبد يوم القيامه ليس هو على شيء احنق منه على لسانه he said it reached me that the slave on the day of judgment يعني لا لا يغضب لا يغضب عفوا لا يغضب لا يغضب على شيء لا يغضب على شيء من جوارحه من جوارح اشد من غضبه على لسانه meaning that the slave on the day of judgment he will not he will be that nothing will anger him more even from his own actions that he done with the body except that he will be more angry at his tongue meaning the tongue is going to be one of the greatest things that he's going to be angry about on the day of judgment out of the severity out of the severity of the tongue and what it, and, and what it could do and what it could do the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he also he, uh, he also mentioned he also mentioned that a muslim from the characters of a muslim is that he shouldn't even harm anybody afdal al ayyu ayyu al-islami afdal the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was asked which islam is the best islam which islam is the most virtual uh, uh, virtuous uh, characteristic in the religion of islam and he said salim al-muslimun that the Muslims are safe from his tongue and from his hands. Imagine that. A Muslim, your Muslim brother that has hukuk, has rights over you. That he is safe from your hand. Likewise, your tongue. And nowadays we're, we're laxadaisy, we're loose and we speak about people behind their backs, especially that which they dislike and they wouldn't appreciate. And we say the most evilest of things. And likewise, intending for his honor to be uh, attacked. For people to after them hearing what you have to say, they have a judgment on that guy. Mm. Their honor has lowered. That, like sometimes that's their intention with their tongues. And again, that's so dangerous. Why? Because that's gonna make that individual end up in the depths of the fire. It's gonna end in depths of the fire. And imagine the Prophet وسلم, he also mentioned, he also mentioned, من يضمن لي ما بين لحيه وما بين رجليه أضمن له الجنة. Prophet ﷺ, he also mentioned, whoever can promise me what's in between his two jawbones, likewise what's in between his two legs, he said, I will promise him al-jannah. Allah, that's not a joke, huh? The Prophet ﷺ promising you something. He promised you something. The Prophet ﷺ would not promise you anything except that it's going to happen. And he's promising me, and he's promising you, that if we protect our tongues, if we protect what's in between our legs, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he promises us al-jannah. He will promise us al-jannah. So I was going to ask them here, like, why do you think it is that people are so loose with their tongues? That like, even though it's something which is so important, so stressed upon, but yet people are so quick to just speak. People are so quick to just open their mouths. People are so quick to, like, you know, instead of thinking, you know, should I say it, should I not say it, or taking a moment to think about the situation, people just react like on emotion. Like, why do you think that is? The reason why people, and again, I don't want to speak for everybody, but the reason why sometimes myself, I would speak out or I would say something and I don't um, necessarily give tahdeer. I don't give this warning to myself or think twice. is because sometimes we forget. We forget the weight of our speech and we forget the reality of who's on our left and our right. Mm. 
And you know, that's why, that's why from the benefits of studying Aqeedah and Al-Imanu Bil-Malaika and the belief in the angels is that we know that the angels, they record our actions, likewise our speech. And if one has an understanding of this, it makes him worry and it makes him think twice before speaking. So from the ways or from the reasons that someone might just say something without thinking is because they either have a lack of belief, they have a lack of knowledge, or they have a lack of taqwa when it comes to these things. Mm. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching. Inna Allah, inna Allah sami'un basir. That indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the all-seeing and the all-hearing. And that which makes an individual lack uh, in preserving the tongue is because he has a lack of this belief or a lack of understanding or a lack of knowledge when it comes to these things. And that's why it's important. And that's why it's important that one studies. And again, this is a concept we've been pushing. The more you study, the more you're aware of these things, the more you can, you know, withhold from yourself. And the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, um, he mentioned a beautiful hadith. He said, لا يستقيم, لا يستقيم إيمان عبد حتى يستقيم قلبه. Prophet Allah he said that the iman will never, the iman of a slave will not be steadfast unless the heart is steadfast. حتى يستقيم قلبه ولا يستقيم قلبه حتى يستقيم لسانه. And the heart will never be steadfast until the tongue is steadfast. So your speech, that which you say, in reality has an effect on the heart. Which is another reason why we should give very importance to the tongue. And speaking without knowledge. And speaking uh, when that speech can hurt an individual's feelings. Or cause a situation to get worse. I think and the, the, the connection between the tongue and the heart is even deeper as well. Because remember, I, think it, I believe it was uh, Ibn Qayyim who said that the tongue scoops out that which is in the heart. heart. The tongue is like a vessel for the heart. The tongue is, you know, so it's even more important that you be careful not only what comes out, but also, you know, what's in your heart as well at the same time. 100%. Even the, the companions of Allah, likewise Abu Bakr, when they used to wake up, the first thing that they would do is grab their tongue. And they would give warning to the tongue. Literally grab it. You literally grab it and give warning to the tongue, saying, if this is upright, the rest of the body is going to be upright. And they would remind themselves in the morning, watch out what you say. Because every, everything, single thing that we mention, or we say, or what we write, or what we tweet, what we text, is going to be recorded. And from the ways we can avoid this, the ways we can avoid like falling into ill speech, and falling into situations where we end up fighting with one another, or falling into situations where we begin to hate one another, is by just busying yourself. Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah, he says, مَنْ لَمْ يَشْغُلْ نَفْسَهُ بِالْطَعَةِ شَغَلَتْهُ بِالْبَاطِلِ The one who does not busy himself with obedience of Allah Jalla wa'ala. He busies himself with khair. He busies himself with knowledge. Then naturally yourself, your nafs, your desires is only going to busy yourself with that which is false. Which is a waste of time. Which is uh, uh, sinful. Which is of no benefit. You know, yeah. So that's why it's important that we, 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 uh, we stay away from 
we stay away from uh, so to speak free time in the sense where you're gonna become bored because that is only gonna what make oh, you commit sin brother is this the is this the end of the poem end of the poem oh, so after, okay, I'll do you turn and go back Sorry, bro. Yeah. Allah, 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 you know? That's pretty much it, to be honest. You know, that the tongue, preserving the tongue is a sign that you have taqwa of Allah Jalla wa'ala. It is a sign that you are from the chosen ones. Bro, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He hates, He dislikes the people who have ill speech. You know, and it's one of the reasons they're going to enter the depths of the fire. Mm. You know? And the way, and the way, and the way, and the way you do that is just by busying yourself with khair. Busying yourself and surrounding yourself with the salihin, the righteous people. Because if I start backbiting and I say fulans like this, fulans, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna give me tahdir, You're gonna warn me. You're gonna say, yeah, oh Adam, watch out, it's haram, mm. or we should change the ch subject. Yeah. This is not beneficial. So surrounding yourself with salihin is very important as well. It can aid you in that. You have any, you have anything to mention about Hamdulisan? I just want to ask you, so like, what advice would you give to people who struggle with controlling their tongue? Not some people are very, you know, what, what do they call it? They're quick on the tongue. Quick on the tongue. Yes. What advice would you give someone like, you know, like, like, to, you know, be able to deal with that? Like, what can, like, you know, is there any? Like someone, someone might get angry and then suddenly mm. just, you know, splurt out whatever comes to the mind. Like, what advice is there? Like, what steps are there in the deen? Like. For example, the Prophet correct me if I'm wrong, said that if, you're, if someone's angry, you should do wudu. Because it will cool your anger the way water cools fire, right? And just sit down. And, and if you're standing, sit down. If you're sitting down, lie down. So like, what are some of the things that, you know, if someone has this, you know, this disease of being, you know, very, very quick on the tongue and, you know, maybe like foul mouth, what advice would you give to a person like that in terms of how to fix up? Again, like what we mentioned, just surrounding yourself with good people. Surrounding yourself with good people is going to have an effect on you. Seeing the way they act, you know, seeing the way they handle themselves in the times of anger or just in times of play and amusement, the way they, they deal they deal with themselves. It can be a, a, an example for you to follow. You know why that's like, so sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No. You know why that's so profound as always because like, even me, obviously back in the days before we were practicing, obviously we used to use filthy language. Yeah? yeah. And then obviously started practicing, being with the brothers and you know, obviously, all of that like was stopped. And I remember for like two, three, about two years, I was just with the brothers non-stop. Every single day wasn't working, wasn't doing anything. Was just studying, like you know, we were start being with the brothers, stuff like that. And uh, then I remember I went for a job interview because I needed to work and so on and so forth. And Subhanallah, these guys were like swearing, and and it wasn't even like really bad words. It was kind of like mediocre, kind of, but still like. Every time they would swear, like, I would like, you know, like flinch. You can, yeah, you can Because I wasn't used to it. Yeah. And when I thought about myself, subhanAllah, look how much has changed. But yeah. like, before, we used to use the filthy word. Like every single sentence had a swear word. It became it became the norm to just swear non-stop every single sentence. Like, it's just, it's just unbelievable. And now, it's so true. The company you keep, the environment you're in, will make a massive difference. And likewise, difference. likewise, what I mentioned is just understanding that angels that are above you. They're recording, you said Jiluna Amalam, that they're recording your actions, your speech. Having that awareness that there's an angel right now over my, you know with me, with you as well, angels that are recording what we are saying. Like you should keep someone aware. You know, and knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he sees and he hears you. That should be a a big thing over our shoulders as well. That makes us realize we just can't 
speak like the way we want to speak or say what we want to say if it's not khair. And also, also the Salaf Radwan Allah they used to watch their words, you know, from a Jum'ah to a Jum'ah. What? They would be able to count how many words they spoke from a Friday to a Friday. No way. And they used to think at least 20 times, 30 times, 10 times, however times before they would speak. Isn't that something? I swear to say something as well, like, um, the wise man is the one who talks little, but something's a lot. I can't remember the exact. I think even among the Kufar, they have this. Even in Jahili, I remember, like, when you, we are. When you walk into a group or a circle, and if everyone's being loud mouth and talked out a lot, usually the quietest one in the group, like he, he's the one he's that's really about that life. In the, uh, yeah, 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 like yeah, he, yeah. You know what I mean? He's with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. also another another character. Like speaking a lot, it just, uh, you know, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa taala rectify our prayers. Allah. I mean, I mean, Allah, bro. Yak, yak. So we gonna drive with the top down or what? You gonna do that? Yeah, I'm down. You're down? I'm down, brah. Um... Unless you're on a one-way road, this is a two-way road. Yeah. So you could just go to the other side, and just park like that. Yeah. Never seen you can't it. do that in Canada. It's like you probably—I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you don't. You don't see it though. That's it. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, we'll end the episode there. Anything that I said that was wrong is for myself and Shaytan and Allah and His Messenger and that His Deen is free from it. What is the status? of exposing someone 
in terms of the sins, in terms of whatever it might be in the dunya, person to person. You love that scandal. You love that gossip. You love that kind of stuff. Then Allah will bring out that which is inside of your house into the public. Stuff about your daughter will come out. Mm. Stuff about your wife will come out. Your sister will come out. Bro, stuff about you will come out. If someone passes wind in front of you, you don't even acknowledge it. Most of what you're exposing is not even true. The court, Islamic court judges would lash you over if you couldn't bring proof. You've exposed some emails. In fact, the word exposed, if I'm not mistaken, is actually in some of the titles of your video of people when you've exposed them.